real vulnerable. Yeah. You know what I want to know? Spiders have <laughs> up to, up to eight eyes. Need, Tom, it's very sad. You try to have eight eyes and they day. can't close it. Nerd on. What is everyone? Welcome to Nerd on the Podcast. You didn't need what you deserve, where all levels of nerd are welcome, uh, especially if your glasses are broken and you're all scarred up on your face. Oh, that's yeah. actually me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you may notice something a little different uh, on the lineup here. This little handsome devil next to me. Because uh, we are talking about Harry Potter. Ooh. We thought we'd bring back our, our other expert alongside Josh. On the on the subject, I know uh, Mikey now <laughs> from Stobo Storyboard. Hi, mm-hmm. Stobo, uh, our, our sketch comedy series. Thanks for being here, buddy. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. This is yeah. my favorite day ever. Uh, Welcome back. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, we had another Harry Potter episode before this episode number sixty-one. Sixty-one. Uh, check it out. Mikey was on there. You can learn all it the was, it was the haps about. Mikey, what he does, and all that stuff. But today we're going to dig into the topic. Yeah, I'm very excited about this. Uh, so, uh, Tom, do you want to take us through the steps of our show? Yeah. So, first thing we're going to do is uh, guess that grump, mm-hmm. uh, where at the end of the show we'll have a rating. We'll talk about that later. Then we're going to go over our initial reactions, and then we're going to go to our brief history of the film and do some synopsis of the story as well as the production. Then we'll get into our meat and potatoes of the show, which is going to be our favorite parts, favorite characters and side characters, our qualms, and then we finally rate. And if we have some time at the end, we're going to gush. I'm going to gush about Mikey at the end. Mm, yeah. Hopefully. No, that sounds Probably his right. beard. Yeah. I'm going to gush about your beard. <laughs> Stop we haven't it. even started yet. Started. Wow. But since we got that all uh, situated, we'll introduce our host for the day. Uh, my name's Tom. I'm Caitlin. Ollie. I'm Josh. Go for it, bud. Okay. Hi, I'm Mikey. And I'm Corey. <laughs> and this episode is brought to you in part by our patrons over at Patreon. Patreon. I joined. The, yay! <laughs> the patrons allow us to keep the it's lights you. on. It's people like uh, that are just supporting us. Like this guy. That this, this He's guy. actually one of our patrons. Yeah. Just, um, <laughs> and, and would do again. Yeah. It Aww. allows us to keep uh, doing what we do. And if you are interested, for as little as a dollar a month, you can continue to support us. Yeah. Um, yeah. You get special bonus content like uh, episodes, Discord server that you can talk to us directly. And, and other, other fans. And a whole lot more coming, like uh, merch and all sorts yeah, of goodies. Yeah, we just did a big old overhaul. So if you head over to our Patreon page, you can check that There's out. All mm-hmm. sorts of goodies. But yes, I believe that brings us to our first segment. Yes. Is uh, Guess Guess That Grump. He's a boy in a closet, but now he's a god. He's a boy in a closet, but now he's a god. It just gets to where Ollie and I look at each other from across the room. That's good. Wow. Rhythms beat. Okay. That, that uh, might be my favorite one. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, guess that, Grump, if you're new to the show, uh, at the end of the show, we're going to rate it. And it's great out of a scale of one to five. And uh, we're going to guess who we think is going to have the lowest score. And no matter how high or how low it is, if you're the lowest out of all of us, you're the Grump for that week. So, if it doesn't have Batman, Ollie usually rates it a point lower. And Caitlin mm-hmm. tends to like the thing. So, it tends to be higher than a 4.5. Very true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I No matter explain. what it is, the lowest, you're the Grump. Yes. Yeah. I explain all the time. So, I'm going to make Mikey pick who you think is going to be the, the grump. Who's the Ooh. grump of the episode? You know, I... Uh, who you think is going to rate it the lowest? I want to be consistent with this one. I'm... I'm I, Caitlin, 100%. Uh, I, I, <laughs> not for sure any fire. other reason. I just don't like to change my mind on things. Wow. <laughs> I was like, stubborn. you could wow. stop it. I don't okay, like good. her. <laughs> Let's move down the line here to Josh. Um, I think it's going to be Corey. 
Wow. Ooh. Okay. Ollie? <laughs> this is good because I don't actually remember our scores from last time at all. <laughs> so, good. Um, I'm well, this go... is a different movie, so mm, they yeah. should be right. But you different. know, you can you can, you can same franchise. Same I'm franchise. Say Tom. Uh, Kaylin. I'm gonna say Ali. Oh. Wow. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna say also Corey. <laughs> also Corey. <laughs> also Corey. So two on Corey, two on Caitlin. Um, one on me. I'm going to change mine to Tom. Okay. <laughs> I believe I did that last time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a big fan. Two on Corey, two on Tom, one on Ollie, right? Yeah. And mine is Ollie. Let's just do two, two, two. Yeah. Two, 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 two. So wait, who has it's none? Battle. Two, 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 two. Uh, Mikey, Josh, and Caitlin have, have none. none. So you guys will go first. Yeah. I have none. We encourage. No. We encourage everyone he at home oh, to right. uh, participate. Write down who you think is going to be the grump. Write down your number. Play with us. Yes. Play. Be our friends. Yeah. You're playing with us, Peter. You're doing it. Patreon. I'm preaching. Yes. Uh, and then now, since all of our uh, votes are in, we go into the complete spoiler of Guess That Grump, which yes. is our initial reactions. <laughs> yes. Where we get to talk about uh, the first time that we saw it and what we thought about the film. Yeah. I feel like we need like a buzzer. I'll go first. Okay, Josh, go ahead. You hit it first. <laughs> go it. for it. First impression. All right. Um, so for me, I remember clearly the going to the midnight release um, mm-hmm. when you actually had to like wait in line. And, and it was actually at midnight. It was actually at midnight. <laughs> my parents took me. I believe it was my dad. He took me to all of them. And of course, I mean, yeah, I just I loved it. I, I as I've been watching it since then. And you had read the books before. Oh, yeah, of okay. course. Um, it wasn't now, like my Lord of the Rings where you like saw one and was like, oh, my God, I got to yeah. read these. You had already. Yeah, I'd already. Okay. Cleared them. I cleared those levels. And, uh, <laughs> I, I played the beta. The, yeah, I played the beta. I leveled up. And um, this was the DLC, so I thought, hey, It's yeah. not Destiny. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I I remember just loving it. And to this day. To this day. Mm. To this, this day. day. To this day, I still love it. All right. So Nice. Very good. Yeah. Mikey? Mm. So this, this was one of the ones that I forced my... Uh, my brother and his like college friends to watch like freshman year of high school. That's a good. Yeah, uh, pretty oh, good. regularly. Um, good. Clockwork. Orange. I just they, uh, so I was telling Corey the other day like why um, the movies mean a lot to me also like for a family value. It was the only thing I could get my mom to watch for like three straight hours um, and then talk about. But uh, she's still, she's still <laughs> three like, hours. It. So it's almost three hours if yeah. you watch yeah, the previews right. and the credits at the end. Mm-hmm. And, but um, uh, which is impressive. I've never got my mom to watch Lord of the Rings. Oh, because well, she wow. doesn't love you that much. Wow. No, I know. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> so sad. It's such um, a good experience. No, but this one was. I think I loved the first movie, but this was the one that uh, I think I liked this one first, and then I started to like the first one more. Mm. But this one was just. Fun man, yeah, uh-huh. I loved this one. Um, well, because there's no more exposition, the world's kind of right. In, right. It's it's like uh, you're you're in the car, and now the car is moving. Uh, it's kind of how it felt like the story just picks up. It not as much as the first film exposition. There's some, yeah, it's not sixty percent. Right, 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 right. Still right. kind of getting to know uh, the characters H-pots. and new characters are coming in. Um, I think that's my favorite part of this one is you're getting to know new characters. Yeah, uh, yeah. and expanding on the the ones you got to meet in the first one. Yes, but um. This one was a fun one because it was my favorite one to watch in college uh, when I studied because it was just fast-paced and fun and there were spiders. Pots in his name. Yeah. I love uh, a good spider. I don't. <laughs> uh, is that a weed joke? <laughs> yes. Corpop, uh, got it. Speaking of. Uh, same thing. I saw this in the theaters. I don't think I saw the midnight one, but I saw it the day it came out. Uh, contrary to my sister's popular belief, I love these movies in the books. Uh, Shout out. 
if you listen to our first one, I believe I talk about that a little bit as well. Um, but yeah, I love it. I mean, it's 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 like Mikey said, it, you're getting to play within a world that you've learned the rules of a little bit. Mm. So now you get to they're bending them just a little. So you're they're they're staying like kind of one step ahead of you, in in a sense. And I'll get into what I mean by that a little later on. But I I thought this was a really fun experience as far as like following the Sorcerer's Stone. I think it's the perfect follow up. Interesting. Uh, mm. I'll follow up and we'll go to Ali that direction. But um. Obviously, go, yes, you are in that direction. Relax. I don't, it's not skipping you. Oh, I thought you meant go to Ollie and then no. Why are we doing this direction? Why? why? That's no. What I he said. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Anywho, <clears throat> I work through people. Um. Uh. For I don't think I watched the midnight release. Uh. And this is when they had midnight releases because people stopped getting shot at. You know, before that point. Yep. Um. The yeah. Real. The real reason why they stopped having midnight releases is because people too much violence and shit like that happened. So it's like they made it safer. Anyways. Um. I think I just watched this on DVD when I was like sick. Um, that was the first time I watched it because again, Harry Potter, like the books didn't skip me, but the movies like I was watching Spider-Man and Star Wars. Like yeah. uh, my imagination was already a little bit more like careful with him. He's a hero. Well, I didn't need like <laughs> magic and to me force and superpowers were magic for me. Um, but then watching this one, like I think the big thing I really big initial reaction was like I've, I used to go to like the library and read a bunch of like mythology books and the basilisk in that book that I read. Not nah, go ahead. Say it. Okay. <laughs> um, was uh, not a snake. It was like a rooster snake as well as like a goat. Like, yeah. Yes. yeah. And so like for me that like super like. Oh, so it threw you off that it was like a snake? Yeah. And I was like, it's more than just a snake. It's kind of like, oh, chimera, it's a lion and dog. It's like, there, there's a little bit more. Especially. Just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, like a Tesla is more than a, just an electric car. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. I like I like this one because it showed a little bit of breaking up some of the rules from the first one. Um, and again, to your point, uh, Mikey, it's like, it's like 40% exposition, not 60. Um, so there's still a lot of explanation. So you're, to me, it's still a little bit more of an easing into this world. Um, where I mean, we have seven books. And so it's like the first couple. It's well, like, no, I'm talking about the movies. We still gotta like, not, I'm talking about the movies, not the books. Yeah, the yeah. books is very different. Well, I mean, even with the movies, it's like you have eight of those and it's like, we're just working, working we're just, our way We up. still have to have a little bit of exposition as... New well, because you have introduced. to surprise your audience still. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the funny thing yeah. is, like, I think this you have to film have them learn new things in this, this world. film in is better than the first one in terms of a mystery. Yeah. Like 100%. it works way better as a mystery than the mm-hmm. first one. The first one, you're like, I don't know any of the rules, so the mystery is kind of like sometimes doesn't go through. It's more fantastical. It's not yeah. not yeah. a mystery. I would say in, the first in, one. Well, and, and the second one is a little bit more just like it's more mystery because again, mm-hmm. the allure of of the mysteries of the fantastical world's gone. Ish. Yeah, mm. I agree with that. So, would you call this one a, like a whodunit? Yeah, it's a whodunit. The yeah. other one, who is it? I'm not very good at <laughs> Yeah, it's just like a fantasy film, yeah. and this one is definitely well, it's a like, fantasy it's, mystery. It's very, it, and that's a good thing I think all the first few Harry Potter films do. They're like a really good Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. a very good, like, who is it? I wonder. Kaylin? Uh, yeah. I did the, it's a combination of things that have already been said, kind of, because I did the midnight release, um, because I think when this came out, I was like 12? Yeah. Or or maybe freshly. Yeah, 2002. Was, yeah, I was 12 at this point. So I was like, I was the target audience. Um, and it was just like everything I had ever wanted. And uh, this movie was, I think, kind of what Tom was saying of like the fantasy, all the fantasy and you don't know any of the rules and everything was in the first movie. And so mm-hmm. the second movie was like grounding the fantasy more. So it yeah. like felt even more real yeah, um, yeah, yeah. with the second one. And they yeah. did a really good job of making it feel real too. Um, so I was just well, I mean, wrapped. Because it is real. So. Yeah, a hundred percent. Ali, Ali, Um I love this movie. The first time I saw it, um, I like all the Harry Potter movies. Uh, I don't Spoiler. really remember. 
I don't really remember. Well, I mean, come on. We all. Yeah, yeah it's true. Uh, it's all relative here. Uh, I don't really remember my first time seeing it, but um, I had forgotten. I don't think I've seen it very many times. Maybe twice total. Because I was uh, watching the third, fourth, fifth, right. sixth, seventh. <laughs> yeah. Um, what? Yeah. Uh, but I was surprised on how uh, dark this one is. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've forgotten. Like, to me, in my head, I was like, oh, Just the first wait, two. Just you little darling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, Very I know. True. But uh, to me, I was like, oh, the darker ones are like yeah. from three yeah. on or whatever. And for some reason, because maybe because they were younger, simply because for that reason. But I had this association where those first two Chris Columbus ones were like. Whimsical. A little more whimsical, which yeah. they kind of are. But they, still, like, they still have that. They yeah. still has that. But I was surprised, like some of the dialogue, like the exchanges between some of the characters. I was like. The blood this written is, on the wall and stuff. Blood, I was yeah. like, this is like more intense than like anything that's come out in Fantastic Beasts. They trick so you like, into thinking there's a dead cat. Like. <laughs> right. Whoa. Um, so, yeah, I, I was. I loved it. It was good. Cool. Yeah. It's dark and great. Well done. It's dark and great. Does and I want to? Uh, I feel good about that. Yeah. I feel like I. I don't know if I picked right. I have no idea. It doesn't really. It's hard. Yeah. It's it's yeah. gonna be. I think it's, gonna, it's be gonna be a, a, a movie tough that, one. that grump. pretty much all of us like. It's really hard to like right. guess yeah. who's gonna be the grump because it'll come down to like a decimal point past yeah. the mm-hmm. number. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do who so, wants to do the synopsis? Brief synopsis. I feel like either Mike or Josh might be good at this. If we can do it short. Yeah. I did the last one. though. do it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really great at. Like memory, what? So <laughs> I'll joke. Wow. No, but like here's the thing. Me and Corey were talking about yeah, this. Yeah, like yeah. I am, I've watched these movies multiple times every year. Mm-hmm. I've read the books multiple times every year. But when it comes to remembering things, for some Memory reason, I just brain? go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you I want me to try? Was good. Things? I would love to see you in an interrogation room. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Uh, Who are you? Yeah. Um, Give us like a brief two minute synopsis of the film. Okay. So very brief. Uh, The movie opens up differently than the book, as Corey and I talked about yesterday. Um, In the movie, opens up on Harry. um, Oh, gosh. In his room. In his room. room. um, Locked. He's got a room now. Yeah. He's got a good good for him. Second room. Yeah. Uh, He's got a room, and the stakes are already pretty great for him that his uh, uncle has a a very important business associate uh, coming over. Big threat. Um, and so this, he has to stay in his room. Right then, you see Dobby, uh, the savior of the of the story, in my opinion, and the coolest character ever. Hilarity uh, ensues, as we say. Yes, hilarity. So uh, Dobby essentially like sabotages the whole meeting between him uh, or Mister Mister Weasley Dursley, Mister Dursley, and uh, his colleague, and uh, gets Harry in some hot water. So naturally. Uh, Harry's friends that he didn't know he had because they hadn't been answering his letters all summer uh, come and pick him up in a flying car, uh, which has been enchanted by Mr. Weasley, which is a Ford Anglia. It is blue. Caitlin is right. Thank you. Yes. You were very right. Yeah. Um, they fly to the borough after pulling uh, Mr. Weasley out of the window, which I thought was cool. We talked yesterday. Harry Potter out of the window, not Weasley. Well, no, Mr. I mean, Mr. Sorry, Mr. Dursley. Yeah, yeah, out yeah. Out the window, yeah. he falls in the, bushes, the bushes, which in the, in the book is where Harry begins the book. So it's the nice yeah. little bookend of bushes. chapter one. Yeah. Um, so it's a kind of a nice bookend, but they didn't yeah. do it in the movie. Anyhow, hmm. they end up at the borough. Um, you're introduced to the entire Weasley family, uh, where they live, kind of, you know, the uh, the grittiness that Ron is from, uh, which is it's really fun. It, it's, I don't know, kind of... Well, it's just like a, it's like a big poor family. Just they just, just have each other. Family. They it's have like each Snow other. White's hut. Um, and Very, then they go to, then they take the flu powder to Diagonilly. Go to Diagonilly, and uh, which uh, is where you're going to see uh, Hagrid, Hagrid again. Hagrid saves him in uh, Nocturne Alley, and um, 
from there, they run into Lucius. They run into Lucius Malfoy, who hates who Hermione. is just the <laughs> worst. Um, so you're introduced to Malfoy. You get to see where he's from. So a little bit of uh, Nazi family. If you thought, yeah, if you thought Malfoy, I said the same thing. I was like, they're just Aryans who hate non-pure bloods. It's yeah. literally yeah. Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Salad bar Slytherin. Salad bar Sizzlerin. Uh, literally Hitler. So from there, uh, we, you know, we we find out that Ginny is starting to start at the school. Find yep. out that Ginny's starting the school, and this is this is something that I'll probably speak on is Ginny's behavior. Um, she's very awkward at, at first. And J.K. Rowling did a really good job of introducing her as an awkward person, um, because throughout the book you get to see how awkward she is every time, and we think it's because of Harry when really it's for something else. And we will, you know, I'm sure we'll go into that as far as Tom Riddle's influence on her. But um, so anyhow. You get to you're introduced to some new characters. Uh, they get to Hogwarts. Get, they, well, they don't just get to Hogwarts. That's true. They steal a car, which in our world is super not allowed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let you know you have like a minute left on the okay. synopsis, and then boom, they uh, they get in trouble because they steal their dad's car and they fly it into the Whomping Willow, which we'll learn more about when we talk yes. in the next episode. Why the the importance and significance of the Whomping Willow? Why it's there? And uh, Snape is super pissed. They end up getting detention. You're introduced with Gildor Lockhart, who is a big ol' just a great guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's some things going on in the in the in the school when Harry's in uh, detention with Mr. Lockhart. He's hearing voices, which turns out to be a serpent that's flying through the. Uh, People are getting frozen pipes. here yeah. and there. People are getting frozen. Bloody petrified, messages are left on the wall. Metri- yeah, you know, the, uh, mysteries ensue. Mysteries ensue, and uh, we find out that the Chamber of Secrets has been has been opened. opened. The Chamber of Secrets, and it's most likely a basilisk. But <laughs> Arrow Salazar up until this point, people didn't believe that there was a Chamber of Secrets. So not only do they have to believe it's real, they have to find it now. Um, so through the process, Hermione gets petrified. Petrified. Harry has to figure the whole thing out, which which is really cool. Uh, but anyhow, uh, we'll long story it. short, uh, they he, end up saving the day. Yeah, he finds out that Ginny was entra- entranced to do all these things by, by a, Tom a, a notebook by an, left by Tom Marvel. R- Riddle, Riddle, which is... Lord Voldemort. Lord Voldemort. Yes. So he released a basilisk and a uh, uh, wow. fox. Dumbledore's phoenix mm-hmm. comes by and drops him the sorting hat. And you're like, wow, useful thing. Thanks, dude. Great bird. But Great then you realize device. the sword of Godric Gryffindor mm-hmm. be- appears and he uses that to kill the basilisk. Uh, <laughs> and he gets bit himself. Yes, and he takes the journal and uses the basilisk tooth that was in his arm to destroy it mm-hmm. and it kills it kills the memory of Lord Voldemort mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and he's saved by f- uh, Fox's tears because they have healing powers because Phoenix is Phoenix down dope yep. uh, and I imagine then like Fox is Literally. like what's up girl who yeah. hurt you so it, 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 <laughs> it, sassy friend there at the end Malfoy uh, Lucius uh, comes by Dumbledore's office and it was like uh, why are you still here? And it's, he says, you know, a lot of the people on the board who wanted to get me fired, me, Dumbledore, said that you threatened him, you piece of shit, so get out of my office. It's exist. We find word for out word. that Dobby. Uh, word for word. Yeah, and so then uh, Harry gives him the notebook back because he knows Lucius planted Slipped it for Ginny. And he throws it at Dobby. It says, get rid of this. Mm-hmm. But Harry hit a sock in front of it, in it. So he knows when, you, when you're given clothing by your master, a house elf is free. free. So he frees Dobby and he goes to strike Harry and the killing curse Dobby protects him and and then Harry looks at the camera and goes see y'all next year yep (laughs) Uh, one thing that's important to mention is uh, the one person that could have saved the children from being uh, not from being petrified but from becoming unpetrified is Hagrid and he is of course accused of the crime sent to Azkaban Azkaban. which I think 
is kind of suspicious. I don't think Lucius wanted these people to be better. No, of course he wants <gasps> so. to kill. No way. He's a Nazi. Well, wait, he's a Nazi. Oh, yeah. Hagrid he's a Nazi. is. Um, Hagrid his can... job is the keeper of keys and, and grounds. So and the reason he's in Nocturnally is to get blast-ended scroots because they're eating all of the flesh-eating uh, slug repellent, oh. and the flesh-eating slug repellent prevents mandrakes from being eaten. And the mandrakes is what restores. The petrified uh, people. The petrified people. So yeah. it's a whole wow. circle. So like thing. Wow. I was gonna say technically, it's uh, wh- what's her name? Potts. Uh, Professor Sprout. 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 Yeah. yeah. Like, she's, she's the herbologist. Yeah. 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 She's um, the one that's. But really anyway, and also one thing that's important to mention is I don't know how to synop this movie in less than two minutes. Yeah, it was. Well, you did really impressive. You're doing great. I set you up for a scene. Impossible standard. None of us can really. It's a new standard we set for ourselves. We, none of us like, have hit it's it. It's so hard. And it's hard. <laughs> yeah, this is our, any fun. movie. <laughs> um, format. Um, so, I mean, this is the this is the second film in the series, second book in the series. It actually had a $30 million less of a budget, which was amazing. Yeah. Really? Um, yeah. and, and again, this was this was gangbusters. It sold a lot. Um, but it's one it, of the longer ones. Yeah, and I think this also like started pushing a lot more toys mm-hmm. for kids oh, at the sure. time. Oh and, God. you know, this was, I think, really... You know, sure, Harry Potter 1 was like, Boom. We Fine. got it. Steve Close. We made a billion dollars. Yeah, Steve Close, <laughs> David Hen- Henway, Henway were like, okay, we can make this movie. We can make this franchise. And yeah. then the second one really is, this is their sophomore slump. You know, they have to like prove that they can do it. So after this one, it solidified the fact I that- I swear we can do six more movies. Yeah, that they can do <laughs> it. Yeah, they do. It's a franchise. Well, Because I mean, I think the only thing close to that, this at this point was Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Wow. Like this yeah. was yeah. the closest thing. Year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So like that was already they gave Peter Jackson all creative control and they saw it was like Game Busters getting awards and this was like another thing. So it's again it's Warner Brothers trying really hard to just make this happen. Well, I mean, another thing that was kind of going on in kind of the movie industry at that time is what I was calling the the it's not a trilogy, but the franchise Saga. the franchise swap where it was like okay, Lord of the Rings, okay, Harry Potter, then it's like Pirates of the Car- Caribbean. They like kind of like switch back. Spider-Man. They yeah, it when was that, like it was like Wars. okay, now it's this right, one. Right, right, right. Now it's this one oh, and it's yeah. like that's what was going on at those in those years that it was just like okay, now it's this one. I now think Beethoven one. was on their ninth or their tenth, and Home Alone was was rapidly running. Well, where was Airbud? The ground. Huh? Yeah, Airbud. <laughs> Airbud. Oh, no. Equestrian yeah, Polo. Yeah, the bowler. So uh, distributed by uh, Warner Brothers Pictures. Director, uh, same thing by Chris Columbus. Same producer, David Heyman. Writer, Steve Clove for the screenplay. Uh, cast: Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, Rupert Grint, uh, Alan Rickman. Uh, the last we see of Mr. Richard Harris. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, Rest in peace. I love you. And too soon. Uh, we have uh, Kenneth Branagh. Who and J- uh, Jason Isaacs. Sir Kenneth Jason. Branagh. Sir. Yes. Oh, um, Jason Isaacs. Runtime oh. was uh, 161 minutes, so uh, two hours and 41 minutes. Uh, release. <laughs> Corey, how long did it take us to watch the movie yesterday? It took us four and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was released on November 15th, 2012, and it had a $100 million uh, budget. And it grossed $879 million. So it did 87 so times. So it was a flop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised they made a third one, to be honest. They, they <laughs> technically oh made it's more really than sad. the first one. No, it's really, it's really, really, really bummer. Wow. The other one I think was barely a billion. Because it cost less. Yeah. Fun um, fact, uh, Jason Isaacs was also the voice of the Basilisk. The Basilisk? Really? I did not know that. That's incredible. Uh, oh, so they stole that from Lord Isaacs. of the Rings, too. Cool. Yeah. Mm. From uh, everything <laughs> that he was ever in. Rotten Tomato score is 82% from critics. Uh, audience consensus is 80%. Oh, wow. Even more wrong. So, Even more wrong. Yeah, hey, for real. You know what? Hey, look, I don't give a shit about those numbers anyway. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that pretty much runs over our synopsis, mm-hmm. a little bit of the history as well as the production. <clears throat> so now we can get into our 
meat and potatoes. Wonderful. Which is our favorite parts. Oh. Yeah. Um, I like the part where there was magic. <laughs> wow. Wow. I have a few, like, <laughs> for me, it was like little details in this oh movie. Oh my God, that yes. I love. So like Ron's robe being gray instead of black because it's all hand-me-downs because he's poor. Oh. Uh, I liked Dobby jumping on the bed and not doing it correctly, but having the time of his fucking life. Oh, yeah. I've never laughed like that. I've never laughed like, ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> doing anything before. Like, you want to like have as much fun like that as Kanye loves himself? Yeah. like that. Dobby is just like <laughs> loving it. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of, uh, uh, what was it, bump the, bump the Lamp? Bump the Lamp. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a lot. Like, of, I was like, oh, a lot don't of bump it. the lamp. Fucking hit yourself in your face with the um, lamp. They had little things like when he casts Gildor Lockhart casts pe- Pexy. I can never say this. Pesky Pixie Pestronomy. Nothing happens at all. Right. Like it's not even a shitty spell. It's not a yeah. spell at all. He just does something and then it takes it. Because um, it's not in Latin. You know, uh, little moments like Dumbledore when when Gilderoy says, "I know the exact counter curse. I wish I had been here." Dumbledore literally just lowers his glasses and looks at him and just stares at him like, I fucking Don't. hate you so much. <laughs> We're just low on budget you. and we need a uh, Another little detail, I'm going to just like rapid fire mine, is Dobby, when he comes out of Harry Potter's closet for the fir- the second time after he's there, he has a sock on his I ear. Know. So it's like perfect foreshadowing for later in the movie when he's given a sock to That's be free. So um, I, I, I can't say enough about this part. I, ca- I rewound it like four times when we were watching it together. When, what is this rewinding? <clears throat> yes. When uh, <laughs> when he's growing his bones back. Oh. Uh, what's the nurse's name? Madam um, Pomfrey? Madam Pomfrey. When yeah. she walks in, Draco is going, oh. <laughs> and she goes, stop <laughs> making such a fuss. You can go. <laughs> it's just like, it was one of my favorite things. He sounds like um, I did the first time I saw a pretty girl when I was like six. Just yeah. <laughs> Uh, but my favorite part of the entire film, my favorite part of the entire film, (laughs) and we'll retroactively know why when we talk about characters and stuff. I swear to God. Is at the end with Hagrid? Um, Not the end. Mine's in the middle. Okay. Okay. The end with Hagrid when everyone's cheering for him and he's like welcomed back and you find out how much everyone loves him was really important to me because you also find out in this, you find out more about it in the book, but in this movie as well, that he was basically hated because he's intimidating like he's a half giant and everyone thinks is like stupid and violent and he gets blamed for for crimes for, crime. for a murder yeah, for a big crime and uh only one has his magic him. taken away and he's exiled and like he's such an outcast and no one believes him except like Dumbledore mm-hmm. and McGonagall yeah uh and it's the reason he loves creatures so much is because like they're outcasts too and he knows what it's like so to have this moment where he's accepted by everyone in the school was like really touching to Except by one person. It's what I hope happens to Stephen Avery. <laughs> oh, oh. No? Nobody? No, no reference. Wow. I, don't, I don't know. Making a murder? No. Oh. No, know, I got you. Just uh, the wrong police. But anyway, that's my, my, there's a lot of little things, uh, but that's my favorite. Anyone wow. else want to go next? Man, we got to talk about that. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm just going to say one. Yes. Okay. So, okay. so okay. everyone's going to go. My favorite part is Mudblood. Yeah. Is, um, don't you think about it. When Hagrid, Matt was when Malfoy says it for the first time after uh, the Slytherins take the fucking Quidditch course and then they go to Hagrid's uh, tut because uh, Rupert Grint, a.k.a. Uh, Ron, does the eat slugs. It blasts back on him. And he's barfing. Says mudblood. And then um, they find out it's like, oh, he did this because he was trying to defend Hermione's honor, blah, blah, blah. It's like, what did he call you? And then they said, and then da- uh, Daniel Radcliffe. I say all the stars' names, but yeah. Harry Potter's like trying to explain. It's like, I don't know the word. He was like, and what it, is mudblood? And they're like, ooh, with a hard R, don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a hard D, ooh. don't do that. With the uh, with the A-H. Um, yeah. But uh, they're pretty much like when Hermione says, like, it's not something you say in polite conversation, but I have the quote, uh, as Hagrid says, 
Don't. Lance Cod's wallet to boot. Dirty blood. Why isn't that? Why there isn't a wizard alive today? That's not half blood or less. More to the point, they've yet to think of a spell that our Hermione can't do. Yeah. Come here. Don't you think on it, Hermione? Don't you think on it for one minute? So good. But so the thing sweet. is, there's a really great shot, reverse shot between Hagrid and Hermione. Yeah. And Hermione's eyes are glossing over. Oh. And yeah. I was so I was rewatching it the other night. And you know, I was watching it, and I do multiple things at the same time and all that shit. But I stopped, and I started watching that, right? Because I was like, oh, this is... I, I started feeling it. And then all of a sudden, I just went... It's right here. It's like right here, and you're like, yeah. why? You feel like the 10 years of, of crying just pop up in one like burp. Like, yeah. That's what happened. I was like, whoa. And then, like, like, my it's eyes another got moment. glossy. It's another moment where he totally understands what she's feeling. Yeah, because like, he's yeah. an outsider, but also it's just kind of like, it's such a sociopolitical reflection of the real world, right? Well, he's you know? called that too, because he's a he's a half giant. Yeah. So he's like, also it's, he's called half It's the whole idea of being a half blood and all that stuff. And I mean, like, I'm not trying to make it too much of it, but like, I have friends who are like full Chinese or full Thai and all that stuff. And I'm like a mix. Yeah. So like, I've always kind of felt that way where I'm like a kind of a melting pot of all these different cultures, but never fully in like, uh, involved into it. And even then like socially, right. With like Caucasian people or Hispanic or black people where it's like, I'm not kind of in it. So like, I understand that point of view and the fact that Hagrid kind of has gone through it. And he kind of gives that same mentor that he probably would have needed. That yeah. Dumbledore probably gave to him. Yeah. That yeah. He's when he hit that, his wand in a in an umbrella. Yeah. That he gave that he now is giving to Hermione. And like at the it's just like Hermione's or Emma Watson's like performance of that small smile of like everything's gonna be okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a really really like to me it's like the best moment of the film. Yeah. yeah. The cute little beebs. Hmm. Anyone else? Um, I liked pretty much. Any moment that the movie was on the I was going to say between um, the credits. Uh, anytime any sass is given to Gilderoy. Oh like, my God. Uh, McGonagall just like oh, yeah. giving him so much sass. And then Harry going, are you going somewhere? It's, like, it's his best acting in the entire Like, series. Are you being this much of a shit right now? Is yeah. that what's happening? Um, I'm sorry, dad. What? Probably the, the, the best moment is when Snape goes... Um, headmaster, perhaps they were in the wrong place at the, the wrong, wrong time. Right, right. And then the kids are like, what? <laughs> the face that they make is like, I mean, there's a lot in this movie that it's... But yeah. also that coincides with the beginning too. It's like, if it was up to me, you'd be on the first train back home. Mm-hmm. But it's, and then all of a sudden, Dumbledore's like, but you're not. Yeah. And it's like, because you could see it's the same thing. It's like, I'm still trying wrong. to save you, but also I'm really pissed at you. And you're like, fucking Richard yeah. Harris. Yeah. I, I, I will on the... Gilderoy Lockhart interactions with him. Yeah. When Gilderoy's like, oh, that's my fault that he was out this late because he was signing my fan mail. Yeah. And Snape's <laughs> like momentary glance of like, you disgust me on so many levels. Yeah. It's like made me laugh out loud for way too long. Yeah. It's so good. Like uh, when it's the same thing when McGonagall calls him out. She's like, well, you've told us you've known where the chamber is this whole time. Now's your time. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Are you going to do this? Like, here, the yeah. stage is yours. <laughs> I'm going to go get... Ready. Ready. <laughs> to leave. Also, now. That, that works well with the dueling Throwing club. Throwing his mm-hmm. wig in. That works really well with the dueling club. That where, works he, funny, he, where he blasts them. He's like, oh, I need a perfect counter spell. Yes. yes. It's like, something, how about student from my house? Yeah. Something that I, I noticed, um, I guess it would be a favorite part just because of how well it was executed, of like when the Dursleys are getting ready for the, the business partner to come in and... Uh, 
they they all kind of like come together in a three and stand together. I don't know why, but that cracked me up yeah. forever. Because what does Dudley say? What does he say? And I'll be waiting by the door. Yeah, and he's like, I'll be waiting by the door. And you're like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. Like, you shitter. You but, shit. But the way that they all come together to like stand like vultures over Harry, yeah. I just like, in, in my mind, no one would actually do that ever, but it works so perfectly mm-hmm. for that scene. Yeah. And I'll be upstairs yeah. making no noise. And pretending, pretending I don't exist. To ride you will. To ride you will. Uh, anybody else? Um, I, I have a couple. Um, my first, it's a small one, and that's uh, when Ron just says, "Oh, by the way, Harry, happy birthday!" Oh yeah. And I was like, yeah. "Yeah, that's such a like." It kind of encapsulates my my love for this movie because it's such a it like reinforces the nostalgia and like the warm feelings you had from the first one. And a lot of this movie is like in a good way, I would say, is like not rehashing, but just kind of like well, it's revisiting it's a, a lot system. of the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like even the beats, like revisiting a lot of the same kind of things. Yeah. It's like, um, it gets uh, confirmed by like a consistency. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, another one that I really liked was the, the interaction between Lucius and Mr. Weasley. Lucius. Yeah. Or Lucius. Lucius. Luscious. 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 Luscious Malfoy. Uh, Jason Isaacs uh, <laughs> character. I was like, like their interaction was like was gripping. phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like oh. Jason Isaacs, 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 Ew. Jason Isaacs. Ew. Yeah. Jason. My eyes have sex. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes when I, I don't get enough sleep, I get just big Isaacs. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Isaacs. Jason Isaacs. Um, <laughs> uh, but my my absolute I think favorite Jason part Isaacs. is like, and it just took me back, and I wasn't expecting, and like actually like affected me was when uh, when Snape does Expelliarmus. To Gilroy, Gilroy. To Gilroy. I was just like taken back because he goes, Expelliarmus is the most epic uh, yeah. thing. <laughs> like, like one, Expelliarmus, three, yeah. Yeah. boom. It's like, Expelliarmus. I'm like, oh my voice. God, okay. Uh, and he I, hold it like Voldemort. I also <laughs> yeah. want to give a shout out to the moment when Harry breaks his arm and Gilroy says, I can fix that arm in an instant. He goes, No, no, not you. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. no. Um, another favorite part I, is, I love <laughs> is the, um, the introduction of the burrow. Like, I just, uh, Seeing that world, like the burrow for me has always fascinated me. Just the way that it's just a which was the burrow, jum- the, uh, Weasley's house, Weasley's oh. house. Um, like, I mean, fun fact for everybody listening: the nerd on HQ has a sign that above it that says the burrow. Um, but oh, I love, <laughs> wow. Um, but I've just, I've just loved that, and it's, it's a home, and it's, it's mm-hmm. they're doing what they can with yeah. what they have. Well, mm-hmm. The so. nice thing that like Mikey talked about in the last episode with Harry Potter was like how no matter how shitty. It is, or how yeah. decadent it is. Harry will have the same experience. It's yeah, like, this is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like um, you can give him fucking garbage and be like, "This is brilliant because it's magic." Yeah. But you I know, love- like I, I hate to, I hate to sound negative, but you know the movie The Sword and the Stone, how yeah. it's like compared to propaganda because it made education seem really important at the time. I mean, it still is the idea that Harry's his own imagination is what is so um, important. Like money and riches don't matter; learning does. Uh, learning about the world does and learning like the possibilities of the world is uh, that's so paramount everybody like if you can have fun learning and you can have fun experiencing and discovering things then this is a good story for you I mean that's kind of like the basis of the books it's like it should be fun to read thousand page books it's not (laughs) but it should be do you have some favorite parts you want to share I do Um, everybody kind of tackled like some of mine but I would say my favorite moment is probably when you see the castle for the first time (laughs) (laughs) 
He's like consistency. If you don't get that joke, go check out episode 61. Oh, the moon. It's just when it's there and it's all. There it is. This is why we don't do fan episodes. No, but just, I mean, I do love when you get to see the castle for the first time, which makes the 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 Anglia trip seem way long because it's like midnight when they get there. Yeah. But it's gorgeous. It's really cool. But I think my favorite. With the boats and the lights. The boats and the lights and Hagrid. But I love the. I'm not close up. Uh, what like learning the stakes of the wizarding world, um, and the threat of exposure, I think is really cool. Um, oh, and why, just, like when Snape was like, "Yo, you were seen by less than no, like eight or it, something, no less than eight or seven or it, whatever." It's like how vulnerable the wizarding world is. It, yeah, you don't really know that in the first one because you know only the Dursleys already know about it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But then you kind of get a sneak peek because you fly? see because yeah. you see how Hermione's parents are there. At the bookstore too, and it's kind of like there are some people who are allowed that privilege mm-hmm. to see it. Well, specifically because right. they had a they yeah. had to. Which but it's like it's cool because like they even have to keep the covenant of a secret of right. like the wizarding world is still there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that and and along with um, like being a wizard is not always fun. Um, there are responsibilities and there are risks and there are uh, real consequences for when you you know screw up. Uh, but I, I would say the backstories. You get to really learn where these characters are from, and it explains why they are the way that they are, mm-hmm. uh, especially Malfoy. And I've piece of we, shit Malfoy. We were talking about this yeah. yesterday. He's one of the more uh, interesting characters for me because he's raised to be that way. And now I won't talk how, like his arc for the series, but like you really see why he is the way he is because of Lucius. You he's see, he's a, actually the nice yeah. one. Such a powerful out of the two, yeah, threat. yeah. Um, so between that and and learning the burrow and and you know kind of humanizing, not humanizing, but diving deeper into who Ron is yeah. and, and understanding who the Weasleys are and why he's such a loyal person. Um, yeah. Because he's raised to be that way. That's all they had. So I, I love that. The last I thing that. I want to talk about is something we talked about while watching it. And this, is, this, this will be the last, last little bit for me is the fact that Harry solves the entire... What is that? Yeah. Harry's a detective. Yeah. Sure. We yeah. call them Sherlock Potter for the whole thing. Yeah. With no magic. Like Dete- Detective Pikachu. Sherlock once, once Hermione, <laughs> once Hermione's gone, everything he thinks of is of his own accord with no magic to help him. It's all clues. It's well, all which is what nothing. we were talking about earlier, which is like it's a whodunit in like the greatest mm-hmm. sense. Well, the cool thing is like Hermione knows the answer. Yeah. yeah. But Harry Potter has to dis- de- like dis- de- deduce it. Yeah. He has to figure it out. But mm-hmm. exactly. he knows what's going on. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was really cool that it's a story about wizards and yet the mystery is solved with no magic whatsoever. Right. And um, they push Gildroy to maybe his death. They don't know. They're kids. <laughs> um, I mean, well, a lot of <laughs> a lot of Harry Potter, I mean, once you break it down, the yes, it takes place in the the wizarding world of Harry Potter, the, the wizarding world magic, but yeah. a lot of what's really draws me to Harry Potter is is what happens without the yeah, magic. Yeah, and I mean that specifically from that point on, there's like no magic used except by Gildroy. Like even the, the I would say the sword coming to him isn't magic because he doesn't use it to like cast a spell. He has to fight it with a sword. Yeah. yeah. Like, do you know it what I mean? It comes to him by magic, but yeah. the actual use of but it is But he doesn't use magic. any magic. Yeah. So the I Osex thought Magica. like to, to the nth degree, this finale of this movie is, is that way. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, will that bring us Agreed. to uh, favorite, favorite parts, characters? favorite or favorite, favorite characters, favorite, characters. favorite side characters? So, so out of favorite the, like, characters the three? are the three main. Yeah. obviously. Okay. I already know this answer. Okay. So my favorite of the three is Ron, uh, for a lot of reasons and a lot of baggage coming from the previous film as well. Is that he's very um, What's a sequel film. He's very family oriented and friend oriented. Like he'll do the right thing because 
he should and his because he's comes from a poor family what he has and puts a lot of his worth in his relationships and the people who are close to him mm-hmm. and i really love that like in the first film he's straight up willing to die on that chessboard so that harry can continue and hopefully save hogwarts like that's that's loyalty and friendship right there like he wants to be friends with harry before he knows that it's harry potter yeah he's just like this kid's alone on a train you mind if i come stay with you oh you bought me candy that's fucking dope whoa wait you're harry potter cool let's hang out like you literally (laughs) said that verbatim it's that it's like that kind of thing so like still ron all day what were we saying yesterday it's like it's basically will friedel and my date with the president's daughter yeah yeah yeah. (gasps) you know essentially yeah she was so good anyways but um yes he was very good in that movie wasn't he favorite side (laughs) character is hagrid Mm. as mine like obviously special shout out to dumbledore because this is richard harris's last outing and he's the perfect dumbledore and will forever be and I'll just copy paste him on top of Gambit's mm-hmm. performance every day. Richard Aww. Harris, if you're watching this, we love you. Uh, we but but you. specifically in this one, it's it's Hagrid. Um, I'm gonna. I guess we're gonna have to talk about that next episode. I'm so gonna I'm gonna bounce on the Gambit Harris uh, thing. Yep. I don't think it's a debate. It's, so, it's just it well, is. Well, I'm just talking about favorite characters. Favorite yeah. Characters. Uh, mine is gonna be Ron, but mainly because like again, he is a little expositiony. But like yeah. in that sense, like he knows that when Malfoy calls Hermione a mudblood, he's like well, he gets to explain it. what things are. Yeah, he's like, like what, he just wants to stand up for his friends. But also yeah, like yeah. his wand breaks, he drives the car, he like Harry the spiders, you know, like yeah. <laughs> that was him being scared. That was a really good impression. He's like, that <laughs> have to be the spiders. Yeah. And it's like cool okay. guy, like and that's Hagrid's cool. a friend of Hagrid. <laughs> and like I, I like I liked how again he's part of everything. He doesn't really know all the answers, but he knows enough to kind of like be the emotional tie of how we should feel. Again, because we're following Harry and his personal story of like, yeah. what's a mud blood? What's petrification? What's going on? Why is parcel tongue not a good thing? Um, but then the M word. And then why is uh, Ron, and then Ron explains it all right? Yeah, and Ron also kind of acts as a way for us to know how we actually would be feeling mm. if we knew all the rules, right? Yeah. <laughs> like Harry's like, I have to find a way to save Hagrid, and then Ron's like, Bruh, look at all <laughs> the spiders, <laughs> man. We go. It's almost exactly like that because do you die. know any spells? Harry's Ron, like, but it won't work. Uh, we go dead. Hermione, Immobilis would have like solved yeah. everything. And then like oh, yeah. e- even when like ba- in the dueling club where it's like, uh, okay, we should have s- uh, students do it. Uh, Harry and and or Mr. Potter and Spelliarmus only. And then his, and then Snape says uh, with any wand or with or Ron's wand, then it will blow up anybody. Yeah. It's like yeah. we'll send kids to the infirmary. I'm like in yeah, a matchbox. It's like that yeah. sucks. Also, like he, Snape's oh, quick turnaround. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like how quick uh, Ron is very almost close to like bad luck bad luck Brian as like Neville is yeah <laughs> oh yeah except he's a main character so I really like that yeah. um, second side is probably the evilness of Lucius I liked a lot um, because they did the fucking noir thing yeah where like the yeah. light would go I honestly eyes. thought that oh, wasn't gonna yesterday. work and then because I remembered it going I was like I don't know if that actually works and then I watched it and I was like fuck well it's the slow it's the Edgar Wright <laughs> slow fucking Edgar Wright does it quick right but then this is like the slow put in steps right? into it and I'm just like god that's really good right and I'm like this is so hammy but it's like fucking so deliciously evil yeah yeah. Um, Chase and Isaacs which I really like um, and Chase then I guess Isaacs. secondly honorable mention is Richard Harris yeah. because mm. you get the most out of Dumbledore in this compared to the second one yeah and you get a lot of that that father feeling, that surrogate father feeling. You also from get that thing that Dumbledore has where like, even when there's imminent danger, he's able to calmly assess and figure out what we need to do. Well, yeah, it was like yeah. the silence with the, with the troll and all that shit. Yeah. But it's kind of like, still he's like, we must tell it the just, students that they're not safe. It mm-hmm. just makes me sad with Richard it's, Harris. Like he, 
he was basically like, no, don't recast me. I'll be fine. Yeah, oh, I'll sure. be fine. Do you know why he took the role? No, tell me. His granddaughter. He oh, was yeah, going to yeah, take yeah, it. No. She yeah. was like, Dumbledore's the shit. He was like, all right. Yeah. But um, I really, I really like that. Again, you got a lot of the, you know, all father, all knowing, you know, very calm, collected thing that like Harry really needed. Yeah. And uh, it's 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 actually like it's kind of really re- quite refreshing because again it stabilizes you yeah. to this heightened point of like oh my god everything's going crazy but uh, he's here so it's fine. Yeah. I mean one thing that I want to kind of Harry Potter I want to kind of talk about just real quick because I I'm going to be really honest and forthcoming right here. Yeah, I don't want to have the the debate between Gambin and Harris. Mm-hmm. I don't but think. But what I'm going to say we're gonna is have a debate. But. No, but what I wanted to say is that. <clears throat> The first couple aren't really about Dumbledore, so we right. don't get to have Dumbledore <clears throat> as much. It's when we do start getting into the darker parts mm-hmm. of the the series, and so it's like Dumbledore all day, every day will always be the shit. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The, yeah. No matter who's playing him, I'm like, mm, Man, Dumbledore, he's, Dumbledore, he's cool. yeah. Dumbledore. I mean, he is just Jude Law is so good. Oh. He is yeah. the yeah. wizard I would like to be when I grow up. Yeah, like yeah. he is just uh, when I'm like 150 years old. Like that's what I want to be. Right. Um, versus Don- versus Gandalf. Well, and what you Gandalf learn, you know, I don't. I won't get into specifics, but you know, what you learn in. later on in the series is that he is a more conflicted and yeah. flawed person than we thought. Yeah. And so yeah. with these two, but he chose to grow two, from it. He chose to grow for the greater good. For these first couple of movies, it's like you, you don't you don't get to see that yet. And it's well, you know, well, the thing is, is so good. The thing, yeah, of the course, thing, he is. The thing is, like, you get him as like a two-dimensional character. You don't get him as a three-dimensional character. Yeah, right, right, right. right. So you I, don't get the meat and potatoes. Well, yeah, it's, it's kind of like you know, we don't see Tom Riddle yet. We yeah. see him as like he's still evil, but we don't understand why. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Um, so I mean, that's that's that'll, that'll, I mean, I I love. I'm always gonna. I mean, he's an honorable mention always. I yeah. mean, It's just kind of be like, but if I'm gonna pick a side character. Um, I'm picking my side character first. That's okay. all I'm saying. Um, I love watching Kenneth Branagh do Gilderoy Lockhart. Oh, yeah, that's really oh. I just, I know that he's a douchey person. But he oh, does no. it so well. He's but so he good. does it so well. He does that it likable. Like, yeah. I, he's likable. Yeah. 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 Um, on that, anyone at home that's listening or anyone's watching, and I, don't, I feel bad because you guys don't know, but DC Comics, he'd be the perfect booster gold. But none of yeah, you guys know who that is. He's, he's a fraud superhero. I do you know? Oh, okay. Who he is, he's from actually. the future. Okay. Thank you, Caitlin, for acknowledging that. Uh, but he's a fraud. I do want to point out that Aragog is actually Julian Glover from like Star Wars and Game of Thrones. And he's oh. this guy in Game of Thrones. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's this guy in Star Wars. Like he's super, wow. super famous. Oh, wow. Look him up. Wow. When you do the video version, can you put those up? Yeah, for sure. So people yeah, can yeah. see them. Right now um, while we're talking? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but also Booster Gold for K- K- Gilderoy. Oh, um, but Kenneth Branagh and also Filch, the actor that plays Filch, is just, uh, he's just the the little stuff. What's the I, line? I just, in, uh, this may be the last. This may be the last time you see this castle. I don't, it's not like that. <laughs> <laughs> he's just got the such a good thing like that. I think it's the last night you were castled inside his castle. Oh, and these walls. Yeah, that's what just, it is. Yeah, in these walls, says, I'm like that. Just yeah. when he says things like, oh dear. We are in trouble. Played by David Bradley. <laughs> and I yeah. want some punishment. Um, <laughs> I'll kill you. You kill my cat. I'll kill my cat. I respect that. I respect that. So, and then favorite character, I mean. I'm a Hermione fan. fan fanatic. Friend, fan. Fanatic. Fanatic. Yeah. Um, Frenetic. I, I, I love her. I love Hermione. I just love what she does. Um, but yeah, we'll move on past me. Ali uh, Ali or Caitlin? Uh, for me, it's it's Ron for the same reasons as Corey mentioned. Um, my side character is... Um, Diva. I just had in my head. 
God damn it. <laughs> Sprout. Uh, Crookshanks. No. no, you go next then and I'll, I'll come oh back to you. My main character is going to be Hermione because she like has the plan. She knows what she's doing. It's Ron and Harry that like kind of make her... I don't know, bring the like fun to her life because otherwise she'd be all education all the time. Yeah. And I think she would lose her ability to enjoy life past studying. Yeah. Um, but I really like that she's like knowledgeable. She's on top of her shit to the point where oh, she yeah. gets herself in trouble. Yeah. Um, pretty much uh, dies. Pretty much dies, but she's fine. It's fine. Um, it's fine. And then no favorite side character. Lucius Malfoy, because mm. I had a huge crush on him. He's fucking crazy. He's warped yeah. out of his mind. Super for racist. For sure. Super racist. Don't like that about him. All these bloody rides. I was just in that phase <laughs> when I was 12 where like long haired vampires. Sephiroth. Like, yeah. Uh, I had a type. The vampire like, stuff, I had yeah. a type hardcore. Got you, Alucard is fuck. Yes. <laughs> anyway. What was the name that we thought would be funny if it was that? Jonathan. Jonathan. Ben Jonathan. 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 Yeah. <laughs> uh, my side, favorite side character is Snape. Oh yeah, uh, okay. Snape. Because, I mean, I'm talking about, talk about his performance, but it's amazing. Oh, and, I love Snape. And plus, Expelliarmus. Expelliarmus was Expelliarmus. epic. Expelliarmus. It, it, it took me back. I felt like I felt like I got hit by Expelliarmus. What is its like, motivation? <laughs> um, it's a rock. It doesn't have any motivation. Just them being scolded at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, like that was really, really good. Really tense. Scene. But you, got, um, you, could see, you could see like he's a little like hurt about it too. Yeah. He closes the book and I was like, damn. Yeah. Tom. Mikey. Oh yeah, did you go yet? Oh, quick, uh, mm-hmm. quick oh. side. No, I'll let Tom so go. Sorry. I already went. Oh, I already went. I have a Who quick theory craft. No, thing. Please. But yes, I'll ask you after you go. Favorite characters, favorite side characters. Goodness. Mikey. Okay. Go. Well, um, I'm always a big Ron Weasley fan. Um, you are Ron, especially because of very Potter musical where he's hilarious. Uh, he, well, that's one reason. Gosh. <laughs> uh, shout out to that guy. Um, normally I know his name. Very um, Potter musical. Gosh, I'm Rupert gonna have to Grant. come back to it. Uh, yes, Rupert Grint uh, in a very Potter musical. Um, no. Uh, uh, I like Ron because he's just like he's halfway always thinking, but always like he's not half fake. Not he's just half fake, half cocked. He's kind of like he's you know, in the moment. He's, he's just present. Oh. He's so present. Um, he pays attention. Oh, you actually do want to go into the forest? I thought you were kidding. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is great, guys. Yeah. Oh, spiders. Um, I just like him because well, he he plays the sidekick well, and um, you don't see him complain yet about it, but. I would say he's very Jimmy. I would Olsen. say he's the easiest for me to relate to. I'm not a Harry. I'm not a Hermione. I am like a. I'm like the. Yeah, go- I'm like the are. star guy's buddy, um, yeah. who, who's there to like you know throw a joke in here and there and maybe buy an extra You're candy nice. bar for you. Just be in the background when Harry says something, going, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, man, <laughs> yeah, you're the best in the biz, Harry. Awesome. <laughs> hey, you, yeah, all right. Um, you're the kind yeah. of guy who would say, "Eat slugs." Yeah, I'm the guy who would probably enjoy <laughs> Fun it. Fun fact: They were chocolate, lemon, and raspberry flavored slugs. That yeah. He had to spit up. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. You got to pick. I did wonder. Yummy. Yeah. Um, Sounds kind of good. Favorite side character? Favorite side character. I will say my forever favorite side character is Filch. Um, especially in the fourth one when you really get to see like his comedic, uh, not approach, but like you see that yeah. personality that he really is a freaking numbskull. But in the second one. <laughs> but in the second one, I, I, love, I love him still in the second one. But my favorite side character is Well, Arthur you get some Weasley. emotion from him. From you do. In this one, because his cat. Yeah, I mean, in the, is, he's terrifying, but like he actually does have 
some like human lovable. Why can't I think of the cat's name right now? uh, Mrs. Norris. Mrs. Norris. Norris. But he's also an asshole in Game of Thrones. Well, he's also a squib, but it's never mentioned in the in the movie, (gasps) and that's why he's so extended. Extended version. The extended version. There's like a little bit of something, and that's that's the thing. Is but it's extended. Well, his big grudge against Harry was that Harry read when when Harry was in his office. uh, He was trespassing in his office. He found the book. So the whole series. Filch knows that Harry knows. And it's like this awkward thing. Um, that's why he hates him hey so man. much. Hey, man. Hey. Hey, dude. Did you read that thing did on my desk? Did you cast spells today? You read those test results? <laughs> you? Sometimes. Hey, All man. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I read your diary. Um, oh, no. But I love Arthur Weasley. Up. <laughs> um, he, okay, from, from the big, like the moment you meet him, he is so enthralled that like his kids took the car out yeah. like he's oh, yeah. such oh, an yeah. anti-dad how'd it go great. no that's what? a that's that's exactly is a big dad that's a rubber duck that's a big dad I thought the actor I cannot remember his name to say from 101 life. Dalmatians from 101 Dalmatians he oh. just brought such a <laughs> warm uh, presence that he and Molly just I'll say Molly too they're my two favorites because Mark Williams they knew how to raise oh. their family they didn't call have her by much. her pet name um they just they just scream love and um, yeah. the thing that I always I always compliment my mother on is that she knows how to love me and my brother differently oh, according to what we need and I I feel that from the Weasley parents um, and they like what, what like she totally totally changes her whole face to we were talking about Harry. that moment you're at a friend's house when the parent yeah. yells at, at your friend and you're like oh shit and then they turn to you and they're like oh good seeing you yeah like, and you're just yeah. like ha, ha, Okay. <laughs> that is such a thing where right? it's like, like can I get you anything? Fuck? Do you want like water? Are you guys good? Like, oh my God, you just but yelled fuck at my you. friend. You yeah. go to your room and you're like, and you, that, they, you they can do that hang out with us, Harry, but you go to your the howler room. And she's like, yeah. oh, and Ginny Weasley, congratulations on getting into So proud of you. Your father and I are so proud. What's her pet name? Her, well, you. I won't say when you learn it, but you do learn that Mr. Weasley's greatest ambition in life is to find out how airplanes stay up and Molly's pet name from Mr. Weasley is Molly Wobbles. Oh, and I think it's the cutest thing in the world. It's, it's the two sweetest things in the world. How like almost childlike they are. Um, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was Bellatrix killer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I love, I, I, or I call her the bitch lady because she got to say bitch in the book. Yeah. Um, wow. But yeah, I love, I just love Arthur Weasley and his, uh, his golden heart. So Ron's your fave. And then so I relate the most to Ron. And then um, your second. Or he side. said Filch. Oh, Filch. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would say forever Filch, but Arthur Weasley's just. Arthur, oh, he's so good. sweet. The he's just family. so sweet. <laughs> that brings us to Tom's favorite parts. One of my oh, favorite wait, wait, character. Wait. Yeah. Craft. Oh, oh. Well, it, it's kind of, and I kind of already debunked it myself, but um, nice. I was thinking, good. is Snape Solid. holding? Way to sell it. <laughs> is Snape, uh, like, he's like, if it was my up, up to me, you'd be on the train back home. Is he at all trying to get him to not be there? Yeah, year? he's trying to save him. He's always trying to save Harry. Well, that's that's kind of, I guess that's my thing. Yeah. Is like, mm-hmm. is that he's kind of he's playing both sides. A, essentially. A yeah. front he, facing. I thing think again, he doesn't fucking like him, but he has to save him. Yeah. I would say, Ali, if you if you knowing what you know about Snape, if you were to go rewatch the series and focus on all of his motivations, mm-hmm. then yeah, yeah, it's without probably, spoiling anything, without yeah, spoiling right. anything, you probably will watch you Snape get the a hints. little differently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like mm-hmm. watching The Sixth Sense again. Yeah, once you know the twist, you're like 100. You start going. Oh well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- I, that's oh. like that's kind of the point of films. Oh. Like, I think this you is get the first read, time I've yeah. seen the a older moment. movies after mm. eight. Yeah, okay. I don't think I've seen. So them going back with after, information again. That's the yeah. that's yeah. the point. You're supposed to re-examine like, the world. 
I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 100%. But why? <laughs> why? Porque no. Uh, so this brings Quams. us to our quam. Quam, 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 quam. I have some. Uh, I'll go for it, Tom. Uh, shit, let me check out my notes real quick. All right, so I'll go. Nope. Uh, so at the at the very end, during the third act, during the fight <laughs> with uh, the basilisk. Yeah, the basilisk. Um, I thought it was just a little tonally uh, all over the place a little bit. Um, there's some parts where it's like, horror, there's some part where it's comedy, so with any part with Gilderoy, and it's kind of like, it's because of the ingredients involved in the scenes, and I'm like, mm-hmm. that's whatever. Um, but there's some parts where it's like, I'm running, I got the sword, and then all of a sudden it's like, dun! And then all of a sudden you see Fox, and then like the whimsy sound comes in, I'm like, I don't know how I'm supposed to be feeling. Oh. Right? So it's like, it, it's not like, it's kind of fucking s- terrible. Stop kind yeah, of thing. it's not like, Bruh! it's but it's more like, I think just one tone would be great. One yeah. tone would be great, just a little bit more focus. You said for that third act fight, yeah, just in the third fight specifically. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, like, you have, like, the, the whimsical sound when the car is going or when the train's yeah. there, da, 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 da. And then, like, the evil sound when diagonally and all that shit. So it's, like, cool. But then that part was just, like, was all of the sounds floppy. are everywhere. Flip floppy. Mm-hmm. It was too right? flip floppy. Got it. I mean, like, because they have really great high-tension parts where, like, the basilisk is blind and, like, trying to sniff him out and he throws the rock. I and- did like the shadows because, like, how else would Harry check if it was blind? Well, yeah. yeah. I, mean, that's I was, like, dope. Yeah. Good idea. Um, And... I had this weird thing rewatching it this recent time, and I, it's obviously because it's the book, right? But it was just really, it was just really interesting because I, I was thinking about, I was like, oh, this is when she turns into a cat, like her mind turns into a cat. Oh, she's gonna be out of the story for a little bit. Okay, just take this fucking character out, might as well. And then I was like, oh, also she's petrified. It's like, yeah, you know, just just write this character out of the fucking film, why don't you? Right? It's like let's just take her yeah. out of the third act because we don't fucking need her. But then like, you get to understand the reason why it's because you need to have Harry and Ron. Uh, stand on their own accolades a little mm-hmm. bit instead of being kind of boosted by Hermione, which hopefully is taken in that sense. But it was just felt very weird that it's like, let's remove... It just felt very weird. It's like, let's do everything we can to get her out you of the You get to film. develop right. their relationship more, too, yeah. of just having the two boys, like yeah. their mm-hmm. friendship. And and sometimes, I mean, imagine if you were will, there's a world of people that love the Harry Potter movies that have never read the books. Right. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. you still have to understand that these are movies. <clears throat> in, and you're welcome here, own, too. In their own right, and so they still have to be good movies. Yeah, and right. so yeah. that end. Part, My wife like was that of that cloth, and she yeah. has just started. She just finished the third book, actually. Thanks. Uncultured swine. Anyway, question for Tom and what you just said. Uh, do you do you find that maybe it's a little bit manipulative? That I mean, it, it it establishes maybe that Harry and Ron can sort of do things without Hermione. So moving forward, they're not like d- completely dependent on her to because figure things out. Because the first film, they are. It's yeah, complicated. She, she figures everything. It's complicated out. because she's a mudblood, and so you have to draw the Rude. stakes close, right? Well, you saying like you saying like a like a mudblood can't be as good a wizard? No, as, as in like are? if everyone, I'm this character that takes pictures. Yeah, I'm this ghost. It's like we haven't seen you. Like I don't give a shit if you're petrified. Mm. But Hermione is part of the gang, so you have to draw the 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 stakes closer in. Right. But that also brings me into another conversation piece. I don't think it's like bad. It's the Corey. I like how you brought it up. It's like it's kind of like calling BS on everything being coincidence. Like, and that's a tough thing with movies and stories. It's like you can't. Oh, well, it's such a coincidence. You happen to be there on this bridge. Yeah. You see this thing. It's like, well, it's a coincidence that no one fucking died. Yeah. That everyone just. I'm just going to put a sheet over my eyes 
and never be killed Wait, by things. Yeah. I think Corey and I both were about to say the same thing. It's a miracle that uh, Professor Lockhart didn't die when they pushed him off the fucking ledge. Yeah. 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 They I was became say, murderers real they were fucking just like, quick. Let's check it out. What if he died? They were like, oh, okay, we can jump With down. With his just spikes? Yeah. yeah. Like oh, that, that, that part was, I was like, wait, what is, what the fuck is going on? Or like, how frustrated was the basilisk? Like, I can understand one or two times being like, oh, they looked in a reflection. I get mm-hmm. it. But like the fourth one, he's like, fuck, man, I petrified another person. And then the fifth person, he's like, serious, I can't kill anyone this anymore. Sucks. <laughs> what are the odds that he was looking through a fucking camera? You're uh, the worst hitman ever, Snake. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and I think <laughs> as well as like, there, there's a, 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 a interesting, there's an interesting line to be towed too with the basilisk of, and it's like in the book, you never see the basilisk actually petrify somebody, right? Um, but in the movie you don't see that either too right but it also plays in the same fear of like Jaws the less you see the more is is, is scarier Mm -hmm. right but it's kind of like those tunnels I have not seen them enter through a hallway Mm -hmm. Uh, how the fuck did you actually get out so those are just questions that are rambling in my head while I'm watching it and don't get too resolved Mm -hmm. yeah but those are it Uh, I I had a qualm yeah and um, I actually have to read an excerpt from Pottermore for it oh shit um Pottermore, for those at home, is an online website J.K. Rowling made so people can explore the fandom. Ravenclaw! So uh, the question I had um, was was about why is the entrance to the Chamber of Secrets in the girls' room? Maybe it wasn't the girls' room at the beginning. And it wasn't, but... Because Salazar probably was like, this is my house. And it's like, fuck you, we're making it a girls' restroom now. Mm -hmm. When first created, (laughs) the chamber was uh, accessed through the... (laughs) When first created, the chamber was accessed through a concealed trap door and a series of magical tunnels. However, when Hogwarts plumbing became more elaborate in the 18th century, this was a rare instance of wizards copying muggles because hitherto they simply relieved themselves wherever they stood and vanished the evidence. The entrance to the chamber was threatened being located on the side of proposed bathroom and then it ended up being a girl's restroom yeah. but that was where jk dropped the knowledge that yeah. wizards vanished their poop yeah why, yeah why why why, why wouldn't, why why wouldn't ever you even because tell us why you don't wouldn't have to you? waste water you don't have to kill trees for toilet paper like it's a, you're fine wizards are environmentally sound yeah well, totally about this being nor- like normal potty trained versus being wizard potty trained expect poop. is a little expect bit more expect different poop. Expect, expect poop, poop. patronum Oh, you yeah I just uh, thought that little that little factoid wow. nugget was good to share. I like how that was good poop to enjoy. And that's it. I would have to think at that point the basilisk isn't born yet. Oh no! Because I think the basilisk would still be like a baby because it could live for hundreds of years, right? In the eighteen hundreds, it's probably still like a just a regular anaconda. The world may never know. Mm-hmm. A diarrhea. Uh, I have a big one, <laughs> and maybe this is something y'all can answer for me because it's been a while since I read the book. It's been a while. Uh, but in the movie, <laughs> wow. how come Tom Riddle can pick up Harry's wand but not really do anything else to stop him from all the things that he's doing to ruin his plan? He's not at his so platform. Like, so like, yeah, he could pick up the wand and he can like cast enough spell to like write in it, but he can't like when Harry gets the hat, he can't be like, also give me that shit. Spell Yarmus. Do you know what I mean? Like, he can't be like, don't touch that hat. I don't know what it's for, but I'm, I don't trust he's, it. He's definitely older like, than him, too, so you can push him around. He like, well, his, yeah. I want to say it's it's his own um, arrogance. He looks yeah. at it and he goes, oh, a fucking hat? Cool, he's man. Yeah, How is that going to help you? He but like, thinks it's useless. But yeah, but there's just so many moments he could have just literally grabbed Harry or done mm, like, right. fuck well, off. But yeah. I, I think yeah. that the thing, the, the great plight of Voldemort or yeah. Tom Riddle is his hubris. Yeah, his hubris. He sees a hat and he's like, Okay, it's, it, to him, Harry Potter is just a child. Yeah, I'm assuming so. He, he doesn't think that he doesn't think that anything is going to stop yeah. him. A hat shows up. Who cares? Yeah, we can do what? Oh, there's a sword in the hat. Who cares? Look it. 
my fucking huge snake. Yeah. yeah. So he doesn't think but anything also, look at my could possibly <laughs> happen. <laughs> he is so convinced that he is going to win that anything that Harry does, he's not yeah. going to be like, hey, kid. He doesn't care. That's, he thinks he is so powerful. More of a question. It could have been. It could have been translated better. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I can see that. I, I, agree with I that. like to think. To me, with that, it's understandable, and I think that there's a lot of evidence yeah. that proves it. I think the tough thing with that, it makes Voldemort a little dumber for me, and I don't like that. For yeah. me, I like to think he isn't at his full power. He yeah. hasn't fully drained Ginny mm-hmm. yet, right. so he can't do like Expelliarmus. He can't right. do this. Yeah. He can't push he, someone. He, he could pick up a wand. Well, he can physically do things. What do you do physically? Picked up a wand. He picked, he picked so up he a can wand. interact with but the he, physical but world. I feel like he couldn't push somebody that hard. You know what I mean? Like, there's a different level of strength. It's kind of like baby legs, baby walking. I don't know. That's what you're I want to interacting with the physical world at that point. You think there's like a black and white, like, once you could t- touch it, like, I could do everything? Yeah, because you're I interacting with the limit. physical world mm-hmm. at I, that point. I like there's a, how a much, spectrum of it. How much of him is in, in the memory of Tom Riddle? Enough we'll to take up a wand. Well, no, it's enough for him to know he became Voldemort. That's going to be the thing. He died. The wand. He remembers every single moment until he died. So he knows that like Perry killed him, oh. quote unquote. So he knows everything um, about being in the dark world. Oh, okay, okay. My real qualm, though, that was more of like a question of just yeah. like why didn't he do more to stop Harry? But I hubris is a perfect answer for me. That's fine. Uh, was and I know this isn't in the book, and it's the reason it bothers me so much is that ten steps outside of Dumbledore's office, Lucius is about to cast the Killing oh, Curse. Yeah. Right, Lemon Sherbert. Like I'll in what world? <laughs> in what world do you think you're about to get away with killing a kid? Outside of Dumbledore's office on school grounds, on can Hogwarts I, school grounds, yeah. Can I add to the qualm because yeah. I agree? Um, I was reading something about it, and because it was improved, he and <sighs> he read the he read the book, and that was the only thing that he could remember. Uh, and so it's kind of like one of those things that, like, I get he's intense. But that's real it's a little over the time. real stupid. Yeah. Is it Jason Isaacs to remember, or is that the Jason Isaacs? Steve Cloves? Not okay. to mention Lucius Malfoy would be able to perform nonverbal spells at this point. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. But also, yeah. that's just really scary for him to say that. Just it's like, oh, yeah. what's he gonna do? Yeah. A fucking uh, Nosferatu shit. My other small qualm is that Dobby saves his life. And Harry proceeds to the first thing he says to Dobby is, "Don't ever try to save my life again." I'm like, "You ungrateful prick!" <laughs> <laughs> he literally just saved you from the killing curse. Like, I get what you're. I get the joke that like Dobby caused a lot of issues. Did that happen? Like, that happened right after that. Or yeah, yeah. Okay. right after. Okay. Right after he goes, "Thank you, Master uh, Potter," and he goes, "Dobby, just never try to save my life again." I'd be like. Oh, okay. Havada yeah. Kedavra. Like, kill him then. Like, do it, Dobby. Actually, I don't give a fu- shit it's anymore. Like, it's when you op- Fuck Harry Potter and his hubris. It's kind of like when you open wow. the door for somebody and they just walk in. It's like, yeah. oh, no, push him back excuse in. me. Thank you, okay? Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That, for some reason, that really rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, get real comfortable like, over here, just Harry. Just fucking say thank you to Dobby. Like, whatever. Well, he's yeah. the famous Harry Potter. Well, Harry Potter is he's the famous um, Jackson. 12. That's true. Um, so... <laughs> The thing that's most important to him is being. But he's at humbled and yeah. he knows manners and he's. Uh, he he thinks shitty houses are brilliant. So he no, should know I that get that. But life is. Yeah. They, they do. You're not like, going to change my mind. They on this do have an asshole move. <laughs> on Harry Potter. <laughs> even if it is, he's a little shit. He's, Corey, calm down. No, he, you're, 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 I love Dobby and he's here. being a piece of shit Corey's to Dobby. I'm coming, Green. I'll kill you. I want to see some punishment. To this day. I'm sorry. If I really got I just control. didn't think we really needed apologize. that line. That's, That's all. Okay. That's okay. okay. Any other That's qualms? Fair. I uh, there's a couple couple times no where Batman. I thought where it was setting Batman up. Man. There wasn't Batman, and I was like, "What's there was going a bad on cave, here?" But where's Batman? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was it was. I feel I felt like some of the 
plot points were very convenient and like the setups were like there to set up a very convenient payoff kind of thing. Like with Mrs. Uh, Sprouts, mm-hmm. the teacher. Sprout. Yeah. I was like, we're focusing on this because this is going to matter later. And the scene itself, I don't think really did enough to merit its own. Like it didn't have like character development like a or something not else a going away. It was like, this is the only purpose the scene felt like it was serving was to set up these mandrakes and stuff, which I guess is important, but it just kind of uh, accentuates the fact that like some of them, not the fact, but my interpretation that a lot of the scenes were set up to just conveniently help the plot later. Compared to, let's mm-hmm. say, the first one, right? With, Compared uh, to the first with, one, with yeah. With Madame Hooch, who does the Quidditch, mm-hmm. right. where yeah. shows like, this is Quidditch, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, and here's Woods, and da-da-da-da-da, right? So it shows yeah. like a lot happening in there, mm-hmm. versus this is like, I'm Professor Sprouts, put your headphones on, these yeah. are fucking like the, like the scene in the first one where they're levitating things, the that's, saw. That's, building, that's building Hermione's character, mm-hmm. right? Um, a lot more, and I felt like, so like, independently, that scene serves the purpose of that but then it also the only argument I can on. think of is world building, but that's it. Yeah, world building. I, I mean, but, it just um, felt, I think, I, but it could be a limitation because I mean it's almost three hours, and right. there probably wasn't a whole lot of time or space for right. just living in the world to make it feel. Yeah, so it had not to as hand in hand go uh, with plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think also um, to that same point of what you liked of Happy Birthday, Harry. It kind of fills in the same point of like consistency of like here's a class that we haven't seen before, mm-hmm. so it kind of like checks the box. It checks the box. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Josh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Is the part where they're doing the study hall and they're just looking at each other, and then he says, "Well, I'm just going to go back to the common room." Is that in the extended? Because that scene's in. I watched the extended yeah. recently, and I can't tell if that's in theatrical. Well, or because not. the the extended includes an extended version of that scene because he because I feel so bad for these actors. Because there was this whole back dialogue. and forth oh, dialogue. explaining like how he's a partial tongue and he's dangerous. Uh, yeah. And, and people is... explaining kind of the backstory of partial tongue and all this mm. kind of stuff. It's like, which was cut from the theatrical. Have you ever known a dark wizard but, that didn't speak partial Which tongue. makes sense. And there's these like two unknown kids that yeah. are just talking. The Hufflepuff kids? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like, oh man. Justin Finch Fletchley? Yeah. The they're just like talking. No, no, no. It's, no, it's, it's in the library and Harry overhears. It's the outtake or the deleted scene. Yeah. Mike and I were talking about that. And we... Because I like the idea of that. And then I guess I my only thing is that I think it gets covered in the next scene where no one will look at him. Kind Not of, even Ron and Hermione There's will such look a at him. theme in the movie about outcasts. Well, and Harry becomes an outcast. So it's like most of the book. The shot before yeah. that is just Harry and all them next to McGonagall mm-hmm. and all stuff. And they're doing study hall. And then everyone's just looking at him doing nothing. And he's like, I'm going to take this to the common room. And yeah. that's when he hears yeah. this basilisk for the first right, time. Right, right. Yeah. But inside of that scene is the part where we're talking about. So like, yeah, I could see why they take it out, but it does add to a little bit more of a world building in a better yeah. sense of like, just here's a fucking sprouts. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a, a part in a very Potter musical that just piggybacking on Ollie, uh, the like element of foreshadowing and how heavy it is in Harry Potter, like yeah. in the movies. Yeah. Um, there's a point in a very Potter musical where Snape is teaching the students things. And uh, he mentions f- foreshadowing. And they're like, what's that? And he's like, well, you'll find out. Uh, it's just funny that like, uh, that is a real device that they well, use. You don't call it foreshadowing. I call it call, call forwarding. forwarding. Um, wow. I'm real fun, guys. Oh really, God. I'm a fun champ. Mikey, do you have any qualms? I, okay, so I like, I'm kind of with Corey's qualm. I like I'm, the movie. I'm going to play Scott Evil as well. And I will call my dad out for not killing Austin Powers every fucking chance that he had. Wow. Um, because that's Voldemort. He never just kills Harry when he has a chance. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he tried once it's and uh, it didn't work thing. but uh, as the stories you know envelop, envelop you you kind of discover why he can't just kill Harry but yeah. I will I will jump on that even though we kind of know why yeah. um, I would say 
what did I, it's uh, the focus on Jenny, the, the contrast between the book and the movie you get to, and I know Corey explained it to me better yesterday, but Go for it. Jenny plays that awkwardness the whole movie. And you think it's because she d- likes Harry a lot. Well, at first yeah, the reason is because she's in a trance and she's embarrassed about it. Yeah. They don't really focus on her in the movie so much, so you don't really know, or you're never given an opportunity to know that she might be behind She's the you. perfect, oh, like, non, there's never a, non-suspect. No. Are you talking about how we talked about it? Because it's like some things translate from yeah. on, on the page that don't translate mm-hmm. on, on the screen. Yeah. So if you had given yeah. more time to that, everyone, like, 30 minutes in would be like, oh, it's fucking Ginny. Yeah. Like, it's that's 100% good, Ginny. <laughs> there's one example in the book. Uh, the roosters are missing, and then they find rooster uh, feathers yeah. in her stuff because there's the basilisk— hints. It's very yeah, and then like in the book, you can't show that they hate roosters. Roosters, and I I watched it again the other night, and I realized when he like really blatantly puts his finger on the page and is like, "Spiders are afraid of basilisks." Right <laughs> below it, if he had taken the time to read a little lower, it also says, "And basilisks hate the crow of roosters." Yeah, I mean, like ten more seconds, dude. Mm-hmm. Just read, just the read whole a little page. bit more. He just <laughs> found what he wanted and went great. Um, <laughs> what was that? It's when he's like, he's showing Ron the paper the that picture, Hermione had. The picture of it that uh, was okay, crumpled that was up in her hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he literally puts his finger across it, but under his finger it says, Basilisk, fear the crow I of light, I lightweight thought that same piece of paper was the same one that Draco Malfoy ripped out of the book, the book and then put in his pocket. Ago. That piece I of wonder. shit move. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what a fucking, what book was that? Uh, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. I would say like, this one would be the one movie I really don't have that many qualms. I thought like, with the time limit that they have and the information that they were trying to uh, convey, we'll say, um, and then, you know, call forwarding to more movies in the future. I thought it was good, man. I liked it. I didn't like, I didn't not like anything. Like in the first movie, they kind of like would combine scenes to tell the story. And I sometimes think that's a little bit manipulative, but um, I want, I did my one qualm and I think it's fair and I will, I will take it to my grave Arthur Weasley punches Lucius in the bookstore, and that didn't happen in the movie, and my 12-year-old self wanted to see it really bad. Yep. But yeah. that's it. That's really it. I loved the they movie. Want, they want diplomacy. Yeah. And I think my one of my favorite things, directing-wise, is the movie opens up coming into a window, and the movie ends leaving a window. I thought that was cool. Well, Ooh. it goes oh. to a window, not into it. The well, third oh, one it does doesn't inside. go in. Oh, it's the third, third one, isn't it? When he's Loomis. Inside. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, my bad. My bad. Um, I remembered wrong. Josh. Uh, if no one else has any of the qualms, I have, a, I have I have a couple of qualms, and they're okay. just there. It's it's the reaching kind of thing where it's like it's my baggage. Mine are reaching. My, my, my baggage yeah. qualms are Except essentially things one. like you know, dick. qualms for the whole series is always being like, don't you didn't include peeves um, for this mm-hmm. particular one, the the death day party. I would have. Oh loved my to have gosh! Seen that. Oh wow! Would have to have seen that. I totally forgot about uh, that. That was a huge part. Not even an extended shot. Or well, you only see John Cleese it, one it. time, yeah. and it's when he tips the cap, aka his, his head. head. The death day party is a real moment to yeah. get to know nearly headless Nick oh. and how like cast out he yeah. is. The the whole story is about castaways, and there's outcast. many outcasts. Outcast. What is outcast. a castaway? That's Tom Cruise. Sorry, I'm very loud. Son of a bitch, Wilson. You are. Um, Everyone at home's ears bleeding. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to have to declip that. (laughs) I am sorry for the way that I am. (laughs) Yeah. You stop being you. You cast away. How dare you? (laughs) Get out of here. I'm sorry. Get the hell out. You get my cast away. I don't. Yeah, there was that. I mean, the the filch squib thing, I mean, would have been a fun. Uh, exploration of Filch, but yeah. I mean, castaway. I get, yeah, the castaway <laughs> thing. Um, 
I just think it's interesting that they made one of the shortest books, one of the longest Films. movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's and like, one of the lowest budgets. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, who knew? Well, so I, I kind of give them, again, all that's of my, a million, that's a million, that's my a million. qualms are, are things that are like, I, I've been thinking about what we say here where it's like, I'm glad that it got made. Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. And it's their run. It's like, it's Harry Potter. I'm in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has essentially the same ish story. I'm yeah, in. Let's do it. You're not going to put all Can't. books. Here's the thing. Yeah. Books well, the thing, to film. I'm going to quote uh, just, Sir Ian McKellen here again. In a book, you can write one sentence that says, Five armies marched onto a field. You can't show that in less than like four minutes, five minutes. So you yeah. have to find things to cut out in order to contain it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's true. It's about so. 300,000 per page. Or, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're burning out. Because it's a hundred million a dollar production. My brain yeah. just hurt so bad. Yeah. I thought you were saying Three, words um, per page. I was like, what the fuck book did you get? <laughs> so it's two edition. pages long. It, it really is. It really <laughs> is just um. Scroll. And I mean, to call forward to later episodes, it's, um, it's sticking for now. Harry Potter is that it's it's going to be hard for me to really find qualms. So for this, it's reaching. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I, most I think of mine are did. reaching too. I mean, except for the Killing Curse one. I I, 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 I like to think that your qualms are like from a Harry Potter book fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. talking about yeah. qualms and like I'll jump th- on that. Josh I, train. About, yeah, I mean, the thing is, they um brilliantly cast. Yeah, mm-hmm. brilliantly oh, cast. Yeah. Colin there's there's, there's so many things oh. about this. <laughs> Actually, What'd you yeah. Say? Colin I'll say Creed. it again. Colin Creevy wrecked that shit, dude. He was <laughs> um, I will say, dude, in the last episode, we talked about like child actors and all that stuff. Felt like a lot of reads. There was a lot of parts where I caught that more in this one. I was like, it sounds like you're just reading. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a lot more. They get rampant. better as we go along. Well, yeah. it was weird because like I felt like I felt the like acting it was the first one was one. Be- mm-hmm. I felt like the- it was the other way around. Really? I was just like, wow. Maybe you were just more th- aware of it. I thought no, the other way it around. just threw me off because yeah. I was just like. Bleh. Say that one more time. And I rewound. Or I was like, this sounds weird. You know, but, but on, on the other hand, like you have the adults and they all are so different and very big in their personalities. Like Professor Sprout, she's so enthusiastic and you can tell in her voice. But all the, it seems like all the adult characters are very, Fucking very extreme in what they and are. Specific. And it's Sending fun love, for a kid to watch. Can that? I just send yeah. some love to Maggie Smith? Yeah. God, oh, yeah. she's yes. really yes. Because like, yeah. When I read the books, that's who I thought of. And then the movies Straight. came out and I went, perfect. Cool. Sassy makes ass pants. Yeah. I think yeah. Josh and I, I've said it before and I told Corey and I said I wouldn't say it on this episode because I said it in the last one. You want the movies to be as good and as accurate as the books because you want the people who don't read the books to know how fucking good they are. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they're lazy. Yeah. But now. Yeah. This brings us to. The rate. Ratings. So two on Corey. Two on Corey, two, two on Tom, two on Ali. I took a note. Yep. Uh, alphabetical. Oh. Alphabetical for those who have not been yeah, noted. Yeah, so on. it's going to be Mikey, Josh, and Kaylin. So, Kaylin, you're first. Yeah. I <laughs> choose a 4.9. There you go. There you go. I really liked it a lot. Uh, Josh? Um, it's a five. Okay. There, there's, as we have said, wouldn't change a thing. Harry Potter, Chamber of Secrets, the movie. Yeah. Oh, Corey's got to give him a little blowy. Yep. Oh. Mikey. Wow. What? <laughs> that's, a, that's a five. Uh, a five I'm a- not a critic. Like... I'm, I assume there's moments that could have been better, but like, I fucking love this movie. It's a five, man, all yeah. day. I I can't pick out things that I would have changed. Yeah. Um, I would just reach, and I don't know movies well enough for how to make them to critique it. So five, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to say. Uh, I didn't mean to say that. Now, yeah, you did. Ali, 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 rate for me. Don't, wow. Don't, rate. <laughs> Use a hard T, please. That was good. I said rate. 
I like that one. <laughs> uh, by the time it translated here, I'm like, that sounds like a P. Well, good thing I have a mic right in front of me. Good thing. <laughs> Solid 4.5. <gasps> nice. Okay. Now I know I'm okay. not the best. 4.6, right here. 4.6. Mine's 4.5. 4.5? Uh, Mine's 4.5. Oh, oh, so you guys are the ones. Oh, I only did 4.6. It grunts. would be higher, except I'm remembering the future movies, and there are that's plenty that I rate higher than this one. Yes. Uh, so that's the only reason. Yeah. To me, to me, it was mainly the acting, and then mainly like a little bit like I'm thinking too much about the film at this point. So we have co grumps. So yeah. Before I rewatched it, I assumed I would score it lower. Like I, I was prepared to score it like four point. I was prepared to score it three point nine. But then like I watched it, I was like, this is freaking good. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's um, fun, good man. I, so I want to share fun. one fun fact that I had to look up myself because it bothered me throughout the movie. Was like, why are spiders afraid of basilisk? Uh, and it's because what happens when you look a basilisk in the eye? Oh, this was fun. Yeah. And they have eight eyes. You die. Yeah. They ha- not only do they have eight eyes, Four. spiders can't close their eyes. They are real vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. You know what I want to know? <laughs> spiders have up to, up to eight funny? eyes. Tom, it's very sad. You try to have eight eyes and they day. can't close it. So the, their biggest fear is a basilisk because mm-hmm. there's no way they can like you know, look away. I oh want to know why is there. That's crazy cool. Yeah. Why is there so many goddamn spiders on the ground? Because of Aragog. Uh, because Aragog gets it in, dude. Yes. No, really? okay. yeah. Wow. Yeah. thing, but the, like, they can't close their eyes is kind of like, why are chickens afraid of humans? Like, well, you all smell like fried chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Like for a basilisk, spiders are just like you're just a perfect killing. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh my, that's Eight eyes that can't close. close. It's like, <laughs> like, it's like too, e- too easy. You know. To me, I uh, think I think spiders are like the popcorn for basilisks. Basilisk. Yeah. That was just, actually me tripping up the word because I, I, you've said it in I know we skipped so over it in the synopsis, but the Aragog scene is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Oh my it's god. Great. I can't do it's spiders. Goodbye. But also the, the flashback is really nice too with, yeah. with Hagrid. Well, yeah, and there's also um the, the, the I guess it's not so much of a theory now. I guess a lot of people are like buying into it. I don't know if JK Rowling is uh Rowling. uh made it true, but he says, I came here in the pocket of a traveler. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think that it's Newt Scamander oh. because he always puts shit in his pockets. And the fact that he, like Hagrid, is an outcast. Oh. And they share a love of animals. So he believes that Newt, or I believe, what cl- Newt was is older than Hagrid. He's well, do older. we know what uh, house Hagrid might be in? Uh, no, probably Gryffindor. Hagrid was, he had to have been a Slytherin because he was, he was friends with Tom Riddle, wasn't he? He was. He was his like roommate. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Like the scene when the flashback scene. I'm gonna see if they like look it up. was in the dungeons, but, but only Slytherin. The theory know is are. that him and Newt became friends, and you can see Newt walking around Hogwarts in future movies and stuff, uh-huh. uh, and that he gave him Aragog because he knows uh-huh. he loves animals the same way. Anyway, fun fact. Oh, interesting. I'm gonna look it up right now. That'd be great. Oh, oh, man. Um, oh uh, one tiny touch, which I don't know why I liked this so much, but when uh, Uncle Vernon is like putting up the bars. On Harry's wind. Stop that! I hate that sound. It's the worst sound in all of the world. <laughs> I hate it so much. In the first movie, you remember when he's like Gryffindor? Get in! Like, there's a little mouth click. Yeah. If you go back and watch it, you'll never be able to unhear it. Like, I didn't hear it again. It's, but that's cool. Mm, I hate it. Uh, uh, anywho, he's Gryffindor. He's Gryffindor. Yeah, oh. I believe that. Because I don't think he was friends with Riddle. I think he Riddle oh, just accused right. him, busted in his uh, room, and was like, "Ah, I'm Riddle, framing you." Riddle was a prefect. Anyway, they sense. can go Vernon anywhere, and the bars. 
I liked that he changed his whole outfit to the little like denim suspenders yeah. and the little newsboy cap just to like use a power tool. Yeah, he went like, all train yeah. boy. Yeah, because oh, right, the, right, right. all the time you're seeing uh, you're seeing him in like, like business vest. or sweater vest or whatever, and he's like, "I'm a working man now." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta fix the house. Yeah. Tank engine here. I don't know why, but there was, well, it was only there his... for like five seconds, and I was like, you, "You, had him. Like... Some stylist had to choose Here's this whole yeah. outfit." What I do, what I do. I was gonna say, I do the same thing. You wear white New Balance. You look like Super Mario. But well, also his family's outside. Like it's an like it's right. some kind of family event. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and you know the Dursleys are 100% all they care about is their image. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. They so. are a jaunty study in child abuse. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> just, oh, my God. <laughs> I just, when I, every time I watch them or read about it, I'm just like, and nobody's seeing this. Yeah. The neighbors aren't seeing it. The neighbors oh, well, see it's like, it. It's like how does no how does no one see them going through a wall in a busy train station? Yeah, but well, they explain like that actor Muggles, came back. Muggles choose what they want to see. I guess. I think. It, yeah. Well, I think they say it in the movie that like, um, it's a logic thing. It's, Your brain goes oh, okay. But yeah, again, they just like explains it away. The like, one that didn't happen. The one guy who probably saw the car flying is probably a farmer. Yeah, and no one's mm-hmm. gonna believe him. Um, but yeah, I want to uh, just wrap it up here uh, and say, people. did you guys get the Grumps right? I guess Grumps. The Grumps. Right. Yeah. What was your guesses? Share it with us. What's was your rating? Surprised Let- that I chose over four point five. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know your rating. Uh, slip inside in them DNs. Send Mm-mm. send foods. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? Mikey, thank you for being here again. Hey, Aww, thank you so thank you, much Fran. for letting me come on. Thanks I'm for bringing sorry. your beard with you. You, yeah. you know what? I'll bring it next time. Oh, okay, cool. Mikey wanted to share some information since Pottermore <gasps> updated. He's no longer Slytherin. I'm what not, the fuck? I'm not. Get the hell Where out of here. Where are you now? Okay, so I, I entered the transfer portal as all the college football players are doing right now. And I am now a Gryffindor. <gasps> I, I traded in there my go. traded in my uh, my I'm need to be Raven unique, Clark. and I want friends. Okay, how long ago was this? This I okay, so I retook it probably just a month ago. Um, but I I uh, I'm not a loner anymore, guys. I want to yeah. I want to have friends. I was Aww. your Slytherin bro. Uh, yeah, well, but Mikey, where can people find uh, what you're doing right now? Oh, um, g- goodness. <laughs> oh, uh, I would say. Gosh, just keep checking out the storyboard stuff. Um, right now, I'm that's all I really care about is uh, getting better at, at writing sketches through the help of Corey and Tom and and, and our other members. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some new stuff coming out. New stuff. Hopefully, it'll be hopefully it'll be fun. Um, Exciting. Where can I catch your socials? Uh, socials at Mikey now M I K E Y N O W. Um, got a couple things coming out with a. Actually, Corey and I are, are going to go into production on a uh, a little pilot. Super top secret. Super top Ooh. secret. That's all we can say. But we get to play best friends, and I think nude that's, best friends. Well, oh, nice. brand nude. And um, uh-huh. I'm just so excited that I get to play with Corey for uh, for a couple days and a couple weeks leading up rehearsing and, and get paid for it. And not it's get paid gonna for it. be a big old <laughs> fat paycheck. Um, for but yeah, Mikey, we'd love to have you back for the rest of the Harry Potter movies. Uh, we will have yeah. you back. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much. I promise I will. Like, if I'm going to yell, it will be further away from the microphone. I got excited. I'm really thank sorry. You. He's excited. I'm thank sorry. You. Uh, Josh, you want to take us out? Yeah. Everybody at home, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we talk about our patrons. Uh, we are grateful for our patrons. We are grateful for everybody that are that are listening. Um, w- however you listen on Apple Podcasts, on our website, nerdon.tv, wherever you get your nerd on action, we thank you for doing it. We thank do. you for sharing it with your friends, your family, your enemies, uh, for your reviews, slipping and sliding into those DMs, commenting, <clears throat> all of the things we are grateful. Um, we do have another podcast that we do once a month. 
uh, saying we, the, prever- the proverbial nerd on we. <laughs> the nerd um, on fam. The nerd on fam. Uh, Izzy and Nikki host this uh, podcast, and that is the first Monday of every month, and it's it is called Trope, trope Time. Trope time. Mm-hmm. Um, all the info that you can get about nerd on, the nerd on nation, nerd on family, everything is nerdon.tv. But <laughs> thank you again, and you know the drill. As always, Nerd On! Ending broadcast.